Breakfast Radio on BreakfastRadio.com. We're not number one. God is. We may not be the best, but our purpose is to lead you to the best. Jesus Christ. www.rapfestradio.com. Old school to new school. Classics to exclusives. Gospel, hip-hop, music, and videos. Live video interviews Monday nights at 8 p.m. Monday nights at 8 p.m. Watch. Watch. Learn. Learn. Love. Love. Support. Support. Rapfest Radio on RapfestRadio.com. Yeah. Lord, this for you. Uh, I was a mess, little hair on my chest. Fresh as a newborn, but I'm headed for death. Some saying I'm blessed, cause I'm still alive. Every day in the hood, I was fighting to survive. So sin I quiet as an adolescence. Woken in darkness, spirit facing oppression. You couldn't tell me nothing. Swag was on the honey. Speeding in the fast lane, call me crash dummy. Then I put on the helmet of salvation and received the revelation. Yeah, I could be a leader in this nation. Ain't gotta follow the code in the streets and be like the mother creeps. See, I could be a leader in this nation. To me, that was cool. cool. Thought I was a thug. I sold a couple of curls, yeah. bought a soft couple of slugs. And then I need love. Yeah. Ain't talking about a freak. I'm talking like I'm homeless and I need something to eat. Break it down. Look, I need somebody. Somebody I can ride with. Someone I can call on when things are a little rocky. Uh. Even when I'm dead wrong, they right there beside me. But they put me in my place whenever I'm out of pocket. Jesus, hey. you died to free us. I'm calling on you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rapfest Radio, rapfestradio.com. We are back with a new season. Kicking it off here with Takeover Records. Uh, yes, sir. I feel like we haven't been on the air for years, but it's only been a couple of weeks. Uh, after Rapfest, we did one show, just like wrapped up. This is what, it, what went down. And now we're back. Takeover Records, hailing mm-hmm. all the way from PA. Yes, indeed. Uh, it's going to be a, an awesome show. As I get a sip of this coffee, and it'll be an even better show. <laughs> oh yeah, I know some people hate that I drink coffee on the air. I'm like, oh well, uh, it's okay. No rules. Spanish we just filming, but yeah, right. They drinking all the time. This is only coffee. Yo, but uh, we're we're excited. Uh, we have a couple of announcements that we want to make sure we get on the air before we even uh, start. First, Pure Stream TV is providing the stream for this show today. 
and they will be providing the stream for the show going forward. Uh, we thank them. That's a new partnership that we've just developed with them. Amen. They allowed us to stream RapFest using their services. Amen. And it was awesome. It's the first rap fest we actually get a chance to stream and record every single ministry. Mm -hmm. Usually, you know, we try to use the other free services. They drop when right. something happens. Mm -hmm. uh, Pure Stream stepped in. It's ministry based, and and that's what we like the most. Amen. The fact Amen. that it's a ministry, you know. So shout out to Pure Stream for, for sure. you know for hooking us up with that. And naturally, you know, support Grateful Apparel. Go to gratefulapparel.com. Yeah, Make sure you get your gear. Uh, Ray and those guys, they're incredible people. Ray, Ray. Make sure you, you hit them up and just click one of everything, add to cart, <laughs> close your yeah. eyes and pay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. By, the way, by the way, Ray, man, I know I told you in Newark, man, about getting the 5X. Please get me a 5X, Baba. You know what I mean? I need, yeah. I need, I need, a, I need a rock, son. I need a rock, man. Give me a 5X. Yeah. Even if you give me a dozen, I'll pay you, Baba. You heard? Man. There you go. Jesus pays it all. Barrel pay for one. Yeah, so um, definitely shout out to Grateful Apparel and, of course, HolyCulture.net, where you can download our podcast yeah. uh, via iTunes, the Holy Culture Radio Network. We are the only show left on HolyCulture.net. Mm. Uh, and they're exclusive holders of our podcast. You can also watch this on YouTube later on mm -hmm. as well. This is episode number 155. Yes, I'm sure we lost count somewhere. Video shows, 155th video show we do, wow. uh, which is a blessing. That's aside from all the radio stuff we did for mm -hmm. years back. We're excited to be back. As you notice, my nephew Eli is not here. He's uh, working really hard with a lot of other ministries, in particular In My City Records and the whole Urban Kingdom Youth Ministries movement and sure. all that stuff. So you won't see him around here as often, but you will be seeing my wife who is currently in sunny Puerto Rico, which is, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, and my son, Justin, will be helping us out on, on the air as well, you know, in the, in the near future. So we'll be looking forward to that. It's a brand new season. We're excited. Yes, uh, if you have any questions, make sure you check out the chat room. I believe you should be able to watch this on your iPad, your iPhone, your Android, your Windows phone, whatever it is you have. And it's only the first episode with the new streaming service, so if something is not working properly, hit us up at rapfestradio at gmail.com, and we'll make sure we address it so that you'll be able to benefit from all of this. Otherwise, you can't see me right now, but if you do, you know, you can check it out on YouTube later on. It'll be up, like, by midnight tonight. Uh, cool, man. So we're excited. We have some visitors here coming from Allentown, Pennsylvania, and probably different towns, so... Uh, Lyro's in the house, Frankie Bells, and Meek Ness. Yes, sir. Nice. Yes, sir. It's the first time that we actually get to sit down and talk. Yes, sir. I know a little bit about Lyro from our years of stalking each other on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, More on my part. He's on the Yeah, and our 20-minute pre-interview, you know, in, in the, in the pre-screening room, he actually passed. We were able to bring him on the air. You know. So, um, but... Let's, I'll let you guys make your own official introduction mm -hmm. so people get to really know who you are. Well, amen. Praise God. First off, it's an honor, you know what I mean, to be on a show like this. I mean, I've been watching you for many years, you know what I mean? And then, um, so for me, just to even be here is, a, is just like a kid in a toy store, you know what I mean? Or, like the whole fat kid. Don't break kid. anything. No, no. I only got more about breaking this, this chair, bro. You know what I mean? But praise God, Santo. God is good. And, good, bro. And, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> but Come on, bro. I'm drinking the coffee. Yo, yo not for nothing. It That's took a, a lot penalty of penalty if I spill the coffee, It bro. does, yeah. especially, the, probably like, like Butel or something. But listen, yeah. 
I'm thankful, you know, for what God has done basically with Takeover Records. Takeover Records is basically a, just a label ministry designed to take back a lost generation. Mm -hmm. um, there's so many people doing other things, and I'm very thankful for whatever God is doing through them. Um, we're just another, you know, another a music ministry that's going out there to just showcase the talents that we have that are loaned to us. I look at it as... A, a like a faith-based rent the center you know what I mean like mm -hmm. God is, is lending us talent so that we can give him glory so mm -hmm. I'm just giving him glory with it and God has blessed me with people so far we have Frankie Bells here we have Meek we got other people um, and hopefully we'll get another show another time where we can bring you testimony um, which is the son of Kathy Sledge now, if you're not familiar with the song we are family we Right. Family. Ooh, ooh. Well, she's the lead singer uh -huh. of that um, label. They're Platinum Artist Grammy Award winners, and he's one of the artists. Um, we're blessed. He's a monster. You guys get to hear him soon. Then we got Lady JTO, which stands for Jesus Taking Over. Ironically, having Jesus <laughs> taken over. Yeah. Didn't know that until after I signed her, ironically. And um, she's, she's a, smart. She changed her name right before she asked. <laughs> she's a, you know, I like her style. I want her here on this show. <laughs> it was a word it was probably like probably like a cousin's name, like Jesse Thomas and Owen or something. So she flipped it now, but she's a hip hop, R and B, and spoken word artist from Philly. Got my brother here, Frankie. Like I mentioned, he's a hip hop, R and B artist, and he's a songwriter, uh, Frankie Bells. And we got Meek. You know, he goes by Meekness as well. Um, it's just it's a blessing, man. It's a blessing. We also got DJ Prophetic. Uh, the official takeover DJ. We just we just blessed, man. God is doing some things. So. Amen. And Frankie, we just saw a, a preview of something that's coming up. Is this a new project that's coming out? Why don't you tell us a little bit about the video we just finished seeing? Absolutely. Actually, that that um, that came a spur of the moment kind of thing. I, when I linked with uh, Laro, um, you know, he I wanted to send him something. So I I've never rapped before in my life. You know what I mean? Like I've been singing and writing forever. And then, you know, um, God placed it on my heart to, to rap, you know, and mm. this is what came out of it. So I thank God for the gift, Amen. you know. Uh, I thank God for another outlet to minister to uh, a variety of uh, people. I can uh, touch a, another generation outside of the, Amen. you know, I, I don't have to be so, uh, what's the word? I don't have to be so uh, Restricted? Soft. I'm going to be so soft, you know, I, I can sing to girls, you know what I mean? A lot of men you can't sing to. Well, you know what, I, we're going to get to you in a second. Yes, but let's talk about that a bit, because just uh, today is Monday. Saturday, I had a conversation with a singer, mm. and the topic was, where are the cool R&B singers in gospel? Like, we're talking the Justin Timberlake type, mm -hmm. the... Uh, What's this other guy's name with the weird hairdo and he he sings with, with his band? That's um, not the one that did Bruno the drop kicks. Oh, yeah. drop kick no, the, the, uh, no not him. Oh, we don't want any of those okay. guys. Drop kicks. Yeah, Do that that yeah. We'll, we'll leave that at the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, in the Christian market, mm -hmm. as far as our genre, let's say you know, leading to hip hop and R and B stuff. We don't have anybody really. Right. You know, I think the most we had was some Canton Jones. That's mm -hmm. been a long time. Like he's yeah. been like the reigning right. voice of that for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, the other voices you hear are more towards a regular gospel. Right. And they throw a little R&B in the background, but we know you're just a gospel singer. Mm -hmm. You know, not just, but you're a gospel right. singer. Right. Right. You know, so is there no market for it? Is there no need for it? Like I know you said, it sounds soft singing, but I, every once in a while I just want to hear a song. I don't mm -hmm. want to hear a rapper. Mm -hmm. 
Well, my, my take on it, um, honestly, you know, just the way I was raised, you feel me? Like, it's, uh, I, I've, 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 I've always been, like, so hard, you know what I mean? Like, I've always had to present myself in a, you know, a rough exterior, but, you know, I was, I was a pop top, you know? But when it, <laughs> Nothing when sweet, it, you know what I mean? Just, you know, don't get a twist or something. But when it all boils down to it, you know, um, when it comes to Christ, you feel me, it's just a whole different kind of sensitivity there. Mm -hmm. But even still, a lot of men don't embrace that as much as you would think they would openly. You know, right. um, it's more done in, in, the, in the privacy of their home. So um, just, you know, what God allowed me to minister in rapping, um, how I, I, I believe that now I'm able to target those people that I've always wanted to, but didn't really know how to. Right. You know, so um, as far as it not being um, popular or Whatever, um, well, I do believe that um, God will perform uh, the, the, the it, he, will, he will finish whatever it is that he started, you know what I mean? Right. Like, so if he's starting this rap thing in me, then I believe God will create a lane for it. Mm. So if it's not popular, it will be. But to touch on what you were saying too, I wanted to add to what you were saying in regards to the singing part. Um, I agree with you. Like sometimes I just want to put on some singing, some funkiness, and right. you know that kind of like a male Christian version of like you know Mary J or mm -hmm. something, right. and just be like you know what I mean, and just bop to where it's got that hip hop flair, and you know what I mean. And I think that that's what he encompasses. You know what I mean? Like he basically is that for me at least. And that was one thing that I, I gravitated towards because he the hip hop thing was afterwards. You know what I mean? He kind of right. hit me in the head with that like, yo, check this out. I'm like, oh my god, what am I dealing with? You know what I mean? In a great way. <laughs> um, but the fact that he has that that I hate using the word swag, but that 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 kind of swag that you that you're referencing mm -hmm. to me, I think that this is this is what God is doing is he's bringing some new stuff where I don't want to take over records to just be another guy that wants to start a rec another record label right. and then all of a sudden okay he's got some people that are dope and then that's it. Mm -hmm. This brother has that it factor only not because I'm saying it I'm gonna let I'm gonna let them tell it you know what I mean people who are listening who are buying they're gonna hear the difference they're gonna see like where are those people they're gonna see that with him right. and I think that just to add a dimension of hip-hop brings that Diversity, which will attract, like he said, hit certain people that he never could with the R&B. Because you know how people in the street, yo, son, you singing, you know what I mean? Right, you know, right. and, and it's like, yo, well, let's, let's don't go far. Even yeah. in the church, right? Even in the church know, too. A lot of the worship songs are mm -hmm. very like almost girl-based, right, right. or somebody's coming straight from the street. Right, they're right. like, you know, we are the brides. Like what? Yeah. You know, they don't understand. Yeah. So it may seem kind of soft, which I'm sure is a struggle that a lot of even just men's ministries have. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know because I speak to a lot of different pastors and, and leaders of men's ministries, and, mm -hmm. and it's always the hardest thing. Like, you know, I like to I like to every once in a while blast out something like, you know, real men worship. And I like to put up pictures of people from my church as men just worshiping, right, right, which right. is awesome. But but musically, I think we lack still, right. you know, yeah. so be on the lookout for Frankie Bell's coming soon. Yeah, sure. <laughs> me, what's up, yo? What's going on, you my brother? Enjoying the coffee? Yo, what kind of coffee is it? I can't say it on the air. Oh, right, right, say yeah, this is good. This is whatever it is. <laughs> I'm like over here like, nah, no, 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 I'm good. It's good. What's going on, my brother? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm just, you know, excited to have you guys here. This is, like I said, your first time here Definitely. for me. Uh, your name, honestly, is not a popular name within my playlist or anything. So I'm, this is complete new experience for me with you. Uh -huh. So I'd just like to know a little bit more about your ministry, your role in Takeover Records, and you know what could people look for from you. Well, um, 
That's a great, great couple questions. Uh, my role is I'm, I'm a recording artist. I do strictly hip hop. I try to do my little singing, you know what I mean? But Lara always rebukes me and stuff. Yeah, so I, I do. I said, That's yeah. what I like. Yeah, yeah. Son, yeah. You know, but, but damage control. But my, my yeah, wife right. always tells me. My wife always tells me as long as the auto tunes turn all the way up, I'm okay. Yeah. All the way so, up. Yeah, all the way, like style. You know what I mean? So, so but now I'm a recording artist on the Takeover Records. I'm blessed to be a part of this yeah. ministry. I met Lara um, a couple years ago. Um, and we've just built pretty much ever since, you know, up and down, built, 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 and God has just placed a foundation um, under me through, through, you know, Christ first, and now with Lara with Amen. the music ministry, and, and it's just moving forward. I'm actually um, from Philadelphia area, okay. and um, I'm a Teen Challenge graduate. I don't oh, know great. if you've ever yeah, heard of Teen Challenge. Um, I struggled in the streets, drug addiction and stuff like that, and um, I was 138 pounds four years ago soaking wet. Dude, wow. using cocaine and oxycontins and all the, the, the same the devil sneaky because I started making money but the same stuff I was making money with the devil used to take it from use the same stuff to take my life from me so he wow. took the money the drugs that I was selling and everything else I went um, I committed a crime and got sentenced to the teen challenge program um, I had every intentions on bidding through the program, just I'm a street hustler, you know what, I'm going to bid through here, get out, do my time, get out and Keep do doing me, what I was but God took a hold of my heart. So um, Shout out to Teen Challenge, man, yeah. they, do, they do great work, man, yeah. and congrats wow. to you too, man, because it's not easy to recover from anything, mm -hmm. let alone something that, you know, I mean, when you end up in Teen Challenge by force, you know you're doing bad, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah. it's not just because, oh yeah, he might just need to know, like, Teen Challenge has done some great stuff, and you know, we're familiar with the whole Teen Challenge and Youth Challenge and all those other ministries that are out there. Naturally, there's never enough of those ministries, but mm -hmm. I thank God for the ones that are there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And actually, you would really lo love uh, Ray from Grateful Apparel, mm -hmm. and you know, shameless plug. Well, it's not shameless. I meant to do that. Uh, <laughs> Ray from Grateful Apparel. You know, every time you purchase something from GratefulApparel.com, a percentage goes to the 360 House, which is a house. It's two houses in mm -hmm. Brooklyn. Right which house men that are recovering from drugs, oh, alcohol wow. addiction. I mean, to the point of taking them to detox if he has wow. to, you know, and all all the finances that come in, you know, the, that percentage that he's already allocated in his heart go towards that. Amazing. And what everybody sees, the nice t-shirts, the designs and stuff, but behind that, there's about, you know, 20, 30, maybe 40 guys that are dependent on this ministry wow. to hold them up. Wow. I had a chance to tour that house uh, like a year or so ago, and I was blown away because Ray, you know, Ray, mad, humble, real quiet. Yeah, he don't say a word unless you ask him, and even then he might like, I'm not ignoring you, I just have nothing to say. You know, he's real quiet. Yo, it's funny you said that, I'm gonna cut you off. I thought he was like straight up annoying me. Like sometimes I see no, him, no, he no. at me. And he, then Newark recently, no, no. I said, man, what do I got to do to, you know what I mean? I was just going to run up on him and just give him like a real manly hug. Like, yo, Papa, I love you. Like, he would have he would have taken you down. Yeah, he would have. He would have. He's a decent dude. But he has a very similar story to you, actually. Wow. Um, I, I encourage you guys literally just go to gratefulapparel.com. And I think there's a video there that says about us. And he really shares a lot Definitely. more mm -hmm. about the 360 house. But again, ministries like that are so important. Amen. You know, and to think that a teen challenge has a part in your life that now you get to go on a stage and minister to a bunch of people. Oh, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing, man. It's it really is. Um, the the way that God touched my life and just changed me, man. It's and I haven't I haven't been the same. 
I never looked back because I didn't want to turn into that pillar of salt. Mm. You know, so I, I've always kept looking forward and I know that Christ sustains me through this ministry. Mm. This is something that he uses to sustain my life. Mm. Because sometimes we all struggle. The Bible says we fall short daily, you know, of, of, of our sins and our sins. And we all struggle. And God always tells me, I pulled you out of that. You, I bless you so you could be a blessing. And then I think about all the people that I've come across and got the, the witness to and minister to and pray for and all this stuff. And it, and it fires the mm. fuel to just keep going. You know? Amen. You know, we've been doing some outreach stuff at our church. You know, Nationally Rap Fest is a big outreach. Uh, New Birth Church that partnered with us for this year's Rap mm -hmm. Fest. They've been doing their prayer service, youth service. They just had the last two Sunday services in the street. They're crazy. Mm -hmm. They're like out of control, uh, which I love it, though. Yeah, yeah. But, which sparked the fire some young adults in our church my wife and i run the young adults ministry mm -hmm. so we're like you know what next friday when we meet let's go to the park let's just give out notebooks to the kids and candies we we went it was a, a great experience it's an interesting neighborhood we don't have time to get into it. it's, it's a more muslim neighborhood that our okay. church is in mm -hmm. but we were able to minister to a lot of people there so much so that we got back into the room we just like a debrief like hey how, how did it go so we want to come back next week we want to come oh, back wow. next week so i've been encouraging them to share their story Share the testimony because your testimony can help someone else. Which leads me to the question, uh, how long after your teen challenge experience or just your whole past experience, how long did it take before you were able to confidently stand up in front of people, even one-on-one, -on -one, and tell them your story? Um, it wasn't long at all, Bert. Uh, my hmm. second month in teen challenge is when God really grabbed my heart and I had an instant changing me it was wow. it was literally overnight i i was still struggling with the thoughts of the addiction and different things tormenting me and god really laid his hands on me one night in the chapel i fell out i was slain in the spirit and i went to sleep that night feeling so good and the next day i woke up and i was a different person man wow. I, I, and after that god was like he sent me, I'll go. And I, I, I've been off to the races ever since. Amen. Yeah, that, I mean, that's that's so important. You know, um, no testimony is cheap, but when you have a testimony that can relate, you know, similar to that, it just it just adds an extra impact, you know, to what's being said. To You know, when the, when the person's hearing you, like, they can look in your eye. They know when you're telling the truth yeah. or when you're just, you know, exaggerating yeah. your story to yeah. try to make an impact. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and it's so important because we never know what the people are struggling with in front of exactly. us. You know, we, yeah, we rap, we have the music, we have the lyrics that we wrote, but, you know, it's, you always have this, you know, discernment comes, but it's not always, like, you can't read the crowd all the time. Exactly. You know, like, so when, uh, Frankie, when, when you write your music, like, who are you writing to? Thank you. When I write my music, man, let me first, let me briefly share with you, um, I used to I used to do um, R and B, you know what I mean. Um, I like I was a I was a I don't know if we could say this word. So I just wasn't I was I was a, I was a lustful kid. Um, so R and B was my way that I was able to get to the ladies. Now um, I've been struggling with R and B and gospel because I always had a heart for God, but I never had an outlet. Lyra had a, um, an event at Northampton North University and at this time I was still like struggling but I had a few um, uh, major labels on the, uh, on the table as well that you know I was you know I was doing showcases and there was a few of the major labels that was reaching out to me 
And um, as soon as like I, I really had a lane for the major labels, got open the door for the gospel. I'm like, Lord, I don't know what you're doing. You feel me? But like every time he, he messing uh, you up. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I'm trying to get this bread, Lord. Like you know what I mean? Like what you doing? You know? So um, I did the event, and um, every time I minister, every time I sing, like every time I sing, I sing gospel. It's always a different feeling, you know. So um, and I always love that. I just I, I just struggle with the the acceptance of making a uh, making a stand you know what I mean like so um, after this day you know um, I'm like yo God you got the lane for me you feel me I'm gonna I'm a do it you feel me just keep it over for me and and I you got me you know what I mean um, he, he you know what I mean Lara reached out to me long story short now I'm part of TakeOver Records um, every time I've written a song um, it, of course it always was to, to God but it was it was out of something that I was struggling with at the time um, I wrote this one song, um, uh, he gives me love, no, yeah, I give him love because love is what he gives. Now, um, it's like, I gave him love cause love is what he gives, you know, simple, but it's just like, that's it, you know, like, I, 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 I didn't know how to love until I understood mm. that he loved me, like, Amen. seriously, had I not understood God's love, I wouldn't be able to reciprocate that. Right. You know, um, he said that, you know, when you was a child, you did childish things, you feel me? Um, when you when you became a man, you feel me, you put away those childish things. Now, I believe that my, my love for God was immature, it was childish, because I loved him, my lips praised him, but my heart was far from him. I always right. wanted to do my own thing, you know what I mean? But when God set, set it up to where it's just me and him, I'm like God, you got me. You got me. You feel me? Like, yes. and um, the the struggle came mentally because it's like, now you know you got this lane over here that you can always run back to. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. But now this is where the fight come in. At, you know, but um, God, God has sustained my heart. I got my brothers around me and encourage me at any time that I'm down. You know, and, and prayer is key, man. Like prayer is key. You know, um, outside of prayer, I don't. I wouldn't be able to have a song. That's right. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, well, absolutely. Right. I mean, that's good stuff, man. Hey, I want to get into this video. It's really meek. I like that. Uh, that's your <laughs> Twitter, right? Yeah, it's, it's like really my all my social networks. That's perfect. <laughs> it's easy to find. Easy yeah, to find. it's really meek. Uh, but tell us a little bit about this video we're about to see here. Which one is this? Oh, uh, Laro, the video you sent me was okay. You're gonna make me look. I think it was the one uh, featuring um, Uni Lopez. Yes, that's the oh, one. Oh, amazing. I didn't write the name. Oh, yeah. Right. Actually, me, Laro, and uh, my brother-in-law, Josh, Tannen, we, we were in the car one day, mm -hmm. and we were all struggling at once, and none of us could uplift each other. I was right out of Teen Challenge, what, a couple months, right? Yeah. And, yeah, and we were, we were we could, none of us could uplift each other. So Josh said, you know what? All three of us need to take a break, lock ourselves in, the, in our rooms, and just go in on, with God. Mm -hmm. So we did that. We did that for a whole weekend. That was a Friday night. We, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday afternoon sometime, I came out of my room. We didn't right. talk, none of us. We all went and prayed at our own houses with our own family, did our own thing. And um, Saturday night, I was, I was praying, and, I, and I, I found this beat. Well, somebody sent me a beat, and, um, and I was like, Lord, you're amazing. Mm -hmm. Just the, the way that he, he reacts. So mm -hmm. I, I started brightening and the pen just started going and everything that came out was my testimony of how God was so amazing to me. 
Amen. That's awesome. So you're going to get to see this here now in video format. Amazing. This is It's Really Me, here Rapids Radio, RapidsRadio.com. Takeover Records in the building. We're going to be back with more. Check it out. Hip hop artist has 
a featured vocalist and they can sing. Oh yeah, Uni yeah. Lopez, shout out to yeah. Uni, yeah, yeah. Sam Rock. So no, cause, you know, sometimes people send you a track and like the beat is hot, the yeah. lyricist is off the hook, Jeez. and then the hook comes in like, <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah. yeah, we'll chop that one up and edit. Yeah. <laughs> Just play the intro loop. Yeah. Uh, so tell us a little bit uh, what churches you guys attend and, you know, pastors and stuff like that. Cool, cool. The church I attend is called Rivers of Life Cyber Church, which is located on 10th and Allen in Allentown. Cyber Church? Cyber Church. Yeah. You go there or you just log in? I just bought that. I was like, I got it. I got it. I was like, got it. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yes, you know, sir. He's been doing this for a while, We're so we gotta, we gotta learn. Now, <laughs> yo, I just thought about that. I'm gonna use that some. But um, now, um, yeah, my pastors, pastors uh, Jay and Margie Maldonado. Okay. Um, yeah, they've been a blessing to me. You know what I mean? I, anybody in that area in the vicinity of Pennsylvania, Allentown, whatever, man, definitely come check us, 10th and Allen. Um, and that's pretty much it. I attend Perspective Church. It's in Piston, Pennsylvania, 66 Broad Street. Pastor is Prophet Samuel Washington. Yes, sir. Awesome man of God. Yes, he is. Calling my dad, literally. Me? Amen. I go to Christ Centered Life Ministries in Allentown. See, I'm sorry, sorry. He got a church name. <laughs> You got Cyber Church, Perspective. <laughs> you, know, you know what it is? I'm not going to say nothing, you know what I mean? But we like to, you know, stand out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, we don't want to be the tip. Now, let me stop, man. Shout out to Pastor Paul. Pastor. No, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I, go to, I go to Christ Center Life Ministries in Allentown, PA. Um, it's on 1401 South Albert Street. If anybody wants to come through, check us out. Pastor Paul and Tara Patrick. Wonderful man of God, Teen Challenge graduate as well. Oh wow! Um, he's actually from the Marvel Projects out there in Brooklyn, and um, he was one of the people who introduced Coke to, to Coney Island. Oh Crap, wow! Back in the eighties. Not, not the soda. Sorry, not the soda. <laughs> the Coke. Uh, amazing, wow. amazing testimony. Yeah. Great man of God. Uh, very, very intelligent in the word, man. Wow. Yeah. So um. What is your Takeover Records? Do you guys have a, a main website? Because yes. I just put that information up. It's actually takeover-records.com. Takeover-records.com. So takeover and on that site, they'll be able to download any music you guys have? Well, yeah, right now, right now you can basically see um, you have his mixtape up. We're still in a, we're still working a little kinks out. Okay. Um, you can basically reach out to us. There's booking information there and stuff like that. So, you know, it has um, re resume, not resumes, I guess, bios. Bios. Yeah, pictures and things like that. So right now it's just a basic, just, you know, a little... A little something for everybody. Now, Lyra, you're not you're not new to this. Mm -hmm. You've been doing mm -hmm. this for a while. Right. You know, um, you've had past experience, mm -hmm. I guess, in the mainstream, secular, whatever you guys want to call right. it, and now doing you know the gospel stuff. How does it compare, like what you did before to what you're doing now? Well, see, or even, maybe even yeah. just share a little bit of mm -hmm. what you did before, so people could you know put it into perspective. Well, definitely. <laughs> that, was, that was deep. See, that was smooth. Yeah, yeah. But on a side Well, for me, since I was young, I used to sing. I used to, I used to sing and rap. You know, and that was something that I um, that I loved to do. It was more into singing. Um, and I sang for churches. I was just always that little, you know, that little goldito, little heavy set kid singing, figuring like I ain't got no, I can't show off the six pack, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Can't do any of that, you know, got them to have no car, I'm jumping on the bus, but I could sing my butt off, you know what I mean? And so that was my thing where, you know, before I got saved. And then as I started to really get into it, I realized I had talent. It was something that, you know, my grandfather was famous in the 50s, used to sing for a Spanish group. Um, he was like, he was like Angel in the Bandaleros or something, yeah, one of those yeah, type yeah. of, you know what I mean? But he was like a famous guitarist, singer. And um, he did tour, you know, he toured around and skipped my dad and went to me. So I loved it. I was passionate about it. 
And then as time went on, you know what I mean, I realized that this was something that I wanted to do. Um, then I picked up the hip-hop, started really just really getting into that, and then became a hip-hop and R&B artist. Um, and doing my thing in Brooklyn, I was kind of the neighborhood guy. You know what I mean? I was the one that was going to take everybody out the hood. You know what I mean? People were paying my bills, and, you know, you know, if, if I was trying to get high, I had people knocking on my door, always trying to hook me up, always trying to be my friend. Mm. And at that time, I felt like... Like it was because I, I was just a funny guy. Like, oh, I'm funny, they love me, you know what I mean? But it was, I, I realized as when it didn't happen at the time that they wanted it to, people just started pulling away from me. And then they started, to, you know what I mean? So then I said, you know what? I realized that I'm just gonna make it on my own, forget about who's there. And then I started doing all the hip hop scenes and mm. going to end of uh, EOW, which is a which is a uh, end of the week, which is a shout out, as a matter of fact, shout out to, to Conquest. Um, he was, he rocked there about a year ago or something. Um, and with the Freestyle Fam, I believe they were there as well, yeah. and uh, Architect, they were there doing anything. Um, and it became a thing where I started hitting these circuits. That's how I met Dayton. Um, I met Dayton, I met a couple other people through the end of the week and these outlets. Um, and I just started to hit these circuits and said, look, I'm gonna let these guys know who I am. Um, and then and reached about 2004, I met Wyclef on the Carson Daly Show, um, solely to give him a demo tape. My, my thing was like, yo, he raps, he sings, you know, the Lauren Hill thing. She was like, kind of like my idol. Um, because of the fact she was multi-talented, and um, I want to go in, hit him, you know, with a with a with a 16 and and, and a cappella, whatever, and uh, singing, and he pulled me on stage. I was on the actual show. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just picturing you sitting behind him while he's trying to enjoy the show, and you're like, Yo, God's here, all of us. Security, because <laughs> I was I was on the tip where I said, Yo, I'm gonna get on somehow, some way. I'm gonna make sure he hears me. So I hit him with a, I hit him with the demo, and um, and I obviously wasn't gonna hear him on the show. But then he pulls me up, you know, he's like, yo, who could rap and sing? And you know, I'm like, oh, oh, like a little school, you know, school student or whatever. And then when he pulled me on, I, I did my thing. And then towards the end of the show, there's about two minutes left in the show, and he pulled me back up and I did my thing again. It was live, everybody could see it. Nice. Um, and it was a blessing, you know, at the time. Next day, he invites me over to Platinum Sounds. Um, I think it was Dylan was there and a couple other people was there. He's like, yo, now I want you to smash in front of these, you know, I want you to just do your thing here in front of them. And, um, and I did, and then he offered me a production contract. So from that point on, it was like, you know, he's like, yo, I got you. I'm gonna take care of you, I'm gonna hook you up, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And so I walked out there. Um, at the time, this is right before I was rededicating myself, I had a bottle, you know, something, something. And I'm like, man, it's gonna happen. And I'm just bragging and telling everybody. And as time went on, things didn't happen. So I became suicidal after that. You know, he told me basically was that I wasn't marketable. After a year of me wondering, um, basically too fat for fame, you know what I mean, for lack of better words. Wow. And it destroyed me. I became suicidal, I wanted to die. I kept eating and said, look, I'm just gonna eat my life away. Started sniffing, started doing all the types of drugs. I and mean, when you go lethal and you smoking cigarettes, smoking weed, taking acid, all these things in your heart, basically is struggling just to, just to deal with the weight. Um, I realized that I easily could have died, but God just really was there for me, holding me through. And then that's when I rededicated myself to the Lord and. Now it's been about six and a half years, seven years of me just solid in God's will, doing what He did, and the Amen. transition um, to where we are now. I waited about, I moved to Allentown about five and a half years ago. Um, don't really know why I did it, but I guess now I realize it was God. Um, native New Yorker from Brooklyn, New York. You know, grew up and born and raised in Brooklyn. And then, um, then that's when I, I started to wait about a year. I said I wanted to wait, and I want to jump in. A lot of Christian folk who just get saved want to get into the rapping. Right, right. A lot of them want to do it because of their failed experiences in the world. Like a lot of times they ain't get it popping in the world, so now let's become a Christian because it's an easier market. And a lot of times right. that's what people do. 
at least from from my perspective, you know what I see. Um, and I waited two years, and then um, got got into it. Promoted events now in town. People are like, what's this? Who are dude? Who are you? You know, who's this New York? This this yeah. fat dude? And this, these Christian hip hop shows. But it was like. It became something, and then it started to catch on, and it became Takeover One, Takeover Two, and it became something that people expected. So now, every time I do an event, they're always jam packed, um, and I became, you know, that person, the go-to person in the Christian um, hip hop. So when people think of PA, they normally think of, well, if I'm going to get a show, let me reach out to Lara because there's a good chance that he can hook me up with a show, either one of his shows or somebody else's. Right. Um, and then, you know, that's when, right after that, Takeover Records became where God was like, look. I want you to move into this lane. And then he started to just bring all these guys into my life, you know, out of that. I prayed for a good six months. God, I'm feeling this way, but I don't want it to be an emotional thing. Right. I don't want it to be where I want to do it because it didn't pop off with Clef, and then all of a sudden I'm struggling with... One of those, I'll show them. I can right. do this. And that was the biggest thing. And then when that, when that prayer, when that happened, literally the same time, I got a, the song that you guys hear uh, from Frankie. Um, after that prayer, I got a song from him. He sent it to me. He's like, yo, check this out. The one Jesus that you guys saw the video for. And I'm like, okay. Two minutes later, I get a, um, I get a song from Testimony. He's like, yo, brother, I'm trying to do this full time. You know, I really want to do this. And he was, he was struggling and wasn't sure what he wanted to do in life. So I got back-to-back -back confirmations within a couple of minutes after my prayer. So it was one of those things I'm like, I don't know, God, what you're doing, but there's got to be something. And that's when I broke down and cried and I realized that God wanted me to do this here with the takeover. Because of my experiences, because of all the things that didn't happen, how I was able to sow into his life, because he needed somebody to talk to him on his level. He didn't want somebody to talk to him on some old, hey, brother, God is good and he'll do these things. That may work for somebody else, but I had enough experience where I was able to talk to him where he needed to be talked to and be able to relate and I'm, I consider myself more like a musical pastor if you will yeah. a lot of artists are reckless because there's no one really holding them accountable Go ahead. so what you see is you see them do their thing and they're able to, to diss people and they're able to say what they want to say is because there's nobody really holding them down so now they have their church pastors right. that only hear what's going on in the church so like if say if they said something stupid in the church they can get dealt with there, but when they're on the word, you know, somewhere in Ohio, or they're putting some stuff up on Instagram and saying some things about, you know, I, I don't even want to get into it because I'm gonna get, you know, personal about some things. It's, that okay. I dislike. it's okay. You know, like people don't want to know. You know, certain 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 comments that people make. Um, you know, there was one thing that was made about artwork, like if if it wasn't. Like if it was corny, that they could tell that the artwork, well, like the album, would be corny if the artwork was bad. There was something. It was somebody really very well known. We all know. And I saw it, and I was kind of like, oh my god, I wouldn't. I know if I was a label head, I wouldn't allow something like that because when I read the comments. 75% of the people took offense to that because I'm like, yo, look, maybe I don't have a Picasso in my in my squad or right. something. Maybe I don't have somebody that can give me my version of hot. Maybe not, you know, maybe necessarily your version of hot. Right. You know what I mean? So that was the things that you see. And then with the recent rash of diss records and diss tracks, I just realized that there needed to be accountability. And that's where the family, the takeover thing, thing, is not that we're better than anyone else. It's the fact that we all hold each other accountable. You slip up, I'm going to tell you in love, but I ain't going to let it slide. So if you put some, you post something funky, I'm going to tell you. Like, look, up, I love you, but chill, this ain't going to happen. Right. And I'm, you're not going to diss nobody else. We're going to do things in love. You know what right. I mean? And so that's kind of what takeover thing is, where, where it's more than just music. It's not just about dope lyricists or dope singers, because talent means nothing if you're not grounded. 
you know, if the if the objective is to get popularity and fame, then this is not where you need to be. It's about yeah, we want to showcase our talents, but at the same time, still have reverence to the Lord and be sensitive to know that we're called to do something, not just to, not just to tickle everyone's fancy or right. to, to tickle their ear or do what they think we should do. And that's why I reference reference the whole battle this and other people because I don't think that it really did anything for hip hop. You know what I mean? I mean, no, it you know, never does. Um, yeah. Even even in the even in the secular market, mm -hmm. when the artists go against each other, mm -hmm. but it's right in your face. Like they're in the same room mm -hmm. and they'll battle against each other. But when you just put out an album or yeah. put out a song and just go in on somebody and they have there's no defense for them. Yeah. You know? Like like I didn't know you felt that way. You know oh, what I'm right, saying? Like right. what the, I didn't know I, I offended you like that. Right. They, and why are you putting it out like that? We're called to correct in love. In love. Uh, to speak to each other in love. Most mm -hmm. of these, most of the time, these people don't know each other. Right. They don't speak to each other, mm -hmm. and they're just hating because one person's done one thing, and oh, I could do better than that. And mm -hmm. why is it, you know the the funniest part is when somebody comes out with a diss album saying, mm -hmm. oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't say stuff like that. It's counterproductive. Like what are you doing? <laughs> you know mm -hmm. how productive is that? Because yeah. I mean even recently. I mean, there was one brother that um, that was in the game for a long time. Um, one person that I respect, I really don't have any, I mean, I respect every single person. I might not like everything. Um, people may not like everything I do. It's understandable. Right. But that he was in the game for such a long time and didn't generate any buzz. I mean, I remember going to his Twitter page literally the same time he dropped the song. And I think he had about two, three hundred followers or something like that. And then all of a sudden, you go back a week later, it jumped, you know, maybe double the triple. Um, and I said to myself, man, it must be hard. And I know, because I know how it is to struggle to put all this music, hit all these shows. Remember how you were mentioning a second ago, how you was hitting up North Carolina, all right, these places? Right. You know how that is to grind all these years and then have nothing to show for it? You're on a million right. mixtapes, you collabed with everybody, you're everywhere, you got a lot of underground love, but then all of a sudden you're like, man, I mean, how long am I gonna be working you know what I mean? In Century 21, or yeah. I'm gonna be working in Burger Kings or something. How long am I gonna be mopping floors or whatever the case is? And that 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 instead of you dying to self every single day, maybe you skip the day. And that one day you skip is when you decided to do a diss track. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm just right, being right. I'm being very broad with right. it. But is there time when you don't die to self that you say, man, I gotta do something? And I think that's why people went at Lecrae the way they did. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I felt like they went at him specifically because he was at a place, regardless if you don't agree with everything. Right. Because I mean, Chacho, I may do something, and you're like, "Wow, why did you do that?" Does that mean you write a song about me now, and you're gonna you're gonna just completely disrespect me and discredit the millions or whoever people who are listening to him? Yeah. The same thing, the track where somebody was dissing every single evangelist they were out there. They dissed T.D. Jakes, they dissed this one and that one, and I, you know, again. How does that help the game? And that, to me, is my question. If they felt that it did, but are they trying to help the game? That's the problem. I don't think they are. They are and the thing not. is, and I think that it's more. It has to be some sort of, some sort of promotional. See, because I'm a salesman. I, I've, I've sold. Um, cell phones and furniture for many years. So I'm very familiar with the sales tactic, doing things, whatever you have to do to sell product. So a lot of times you get people who are just trying to sell product. And I ain't mad, we all, I mean, everybody's trying to eat. I mean, like Stephen and Levi, respect the guy and everything. I know he's got like a regular job, you know what I mean? And he's just doing, everybody's like, Stephen and Levi is a great rapper. That dude is breaking his back at his job yep. in Philly, you know what I mean? And I respect him a lot. But how many times you're out there, man, you mopping the floor and you're saying, man, you know what I mean? I'm, I go to events and they look at me like I'm a god, you know what I mean, sometimes. And 
I mean, sadly enough, like people idolize you that way, and then and you're going back to doing this, and then you get to that point where, like, now when does it end? When is it your desire to be somebody? You know, should be sustained with knowing that you're in the right place. I'd rather be broke and have nothing, but knowing I'm in His perfect will, and then eventually some will pop off. Somebody, look at look at this situation now, being in Ratfest. To me, this is like being in Elvis's house or something in those days. Or, and I don't mean that to be, I'm not trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to be a, uh, I don't want to use the word. Recharge it on the way out. We'll right, charge. right. <laughs> I just look at it as, I, I always wish to be in a situation like this, to sit down and have a conversation. But this is not, I didn't do anything, I mean, I'm not on every radio station. As you said before, we're not a household name. Many people probably knowing about us now for the first time. Good, and make sure you go to takeover-records.com. We, we value ourselves on truly being something different. Mm -hmm. And that you see in music, that you see in our lifestyles. Mm -hmm. And again, I may have, I mean, I'm very boisterous and I'm learning to deal with that. I'm very opinionative and I'm learning to deal with that. But that's my struggle. But I'm not the type of person that's gonna hold that from anyone. But it's good, it's good to be like that. Mm -hmm. Naturally, you know, I mean, Trust me, if you were really going in on people, and mm -hmm. I would have told you, okay, let's, let's go to a video. Mm -hmm. okay, <laughs> right, right. But, you know, it, you have to share your heart. Mm -hmm. People need to know where you stand. Mm -hmm. And once they realize, once the people realize, look, we're just here to, we're just part of the team. Amen. You know, in, in Christian hip-hop especially, the only reason I think, and I'm, it's a thought that's coming to my mind now, the only reason I think there are so many... Um, this albums or no unity and stuff like that is because this market is so small and so god forgive me cheap right mm -hmm. it's so cheap mm -hmm. that we can't sit back and enjoy right. the the compliments the uh the achievements mm -hmm. the you know the the awards we can't sit back and enjoy them because we're not getting them right so what do we do with our time now we have to do something. Nobody's calling me to go rap at their church or their event. Right. How many? There's so many rappers now between here and Allentown, Pennsylvania. I could probably find a thousand rappers. So oh, yeah. why am I going to call you? I'll yeah. just call the next guy. So everybody's starving down the line, mm -hmm. you know. And those people that are starving down the line because they're trying to eat from something they're not supposed to be eating from, right. you right. know. Just just because you rap doesn't mean you're going to live off of that. Exactly. You know. Trust me, I've been working all my life. Mm -hmm. I wish, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, inside, I wish that would be dope to just right. wake up and write a song and get paid. Right. Please, Indeed. you know, but I think, I still think, as, as much as I hate to go back to this conversation, I still think, although here we are, you know, we just did 20 years of Rap Fest, so before Rap Fest started, there was already artists out there. Mm -hmm. So let's say 30 years of Christian hip hop, right? We just celebrated 40 years of, right. of hip hop in mm -hmm. general, that they did that big thing. Uh, 30 years of the movie Wild Style. I want to say 30 years of maybe Christian hip-hop. Right. We're talking back from, you know, um, from whatever the old school guys are, right? We're still in the same boat. Mm -hmm. We're still in the same boat. You know, I think a lot of guys have retired from the game and never got to enjoy an achievement, like a real achievement, mm -hmm. except for, yo, I remember them. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, yeah, I remember those guys. I remember those guys. But who do we have? The closest we have right now is Lecrae. Mm -hmm. And I say that only, well, naturally he won the Grammy. Nobody else has, right? Just checking. Mm -hmm. You know, for however he got it, right. who cares? Right. You know, he did it. You know, and 
I always say, and, and you know, and I hate bringing people on the show, and I end up talking the most because there's so many thoughts in my mind. That's why I do this show so I can voice my opinion. Say they said it. Um, they made me say it. The cue cards, but the cue switch the card. Um, the um, I always said I wish that we were so selfless that we would all sit in the room together. We're talking labels, producers, studios, engineers, beat makers, rappers. Uh, sound guys, all of us just sit together in a room one day, like 25,000 of us in Yankee Stadium, right. and somebody would just get up and say, let's all write down the name of that one artist that we want to push through the roof right. so that he makes such an impact in this world that now when we come out and say, oh yeah, I'm part of that team as well, mm -hmm. people are like, word, and then you start to make an impact. Mm -hmm. As opposed to, oh no, he's getting all the way to the top. We better knock him down quick because we want to be up there. Because right. this, this is what we have right now. Right, we have right. a bunch of artists running up a ladder, pulling mm -hmm. somebody's feet down, going up. The next one's pulling their feet down. We're never going to get to the top. I want to touch on that. It's funny, and I'm going to be real brief. I, I feel that there should be some sort of um, organization that holds Christian rappers and, and anyone in, in this genre accountable. There is. It's called the Bible. Right. Uh -huh. But not everyone not everyone follows the word. That's well, what I'm they, saying. Not, if they don't follow the word, they ain't going to uh -huh. follow men. But that's the thing. Like, for instance, I give an example for features, right? Um, and I say this. I reached out to a dozen different rappers, you know, folk that, I, that I've connected to, researched, whatever. I won't hear back. You won't hear anything back. And I understand that they get... My bad, I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> you know, and then some, and the thing is, the Facebook thing is the hardest, and I've been praying on that because it still irks me to this day. Like, if you send a message and you could tell in the inbox if they read it and when they read it. So to me, I'm like, so I message a brother... I told you about stalking, right? Yo, you know, right? yo, real talk. My thing oh, is that, Baba, I don't care how busy you are. Hit me you back. Give me like a hi. Give me like a two-worder. You know what I mean? Give me some. <laughs> but it becomes a situation where you reach out to people uh, and they they don't get back to you right. and then it becomes and I'm like Baba this is your your personal page like mm -hmm. and then it's like look here's a song just let me know if you're digging it if you're not into it and you don't feel the prompting of the Holy Spirit praise God let me know but then it becomes everybody's basically doing their own thing and if you're not popping and you're not known and you don't have a buzz it's like how does this how does this really benefit me and that's kind of the mentality it's not like oh well he's great he's got a great anointing my God or take a minute or two to research just find out who you are and who the person is and that's what I, I try to do with some of my guys. Only person that really, really did the right thing, and I give him so much respect for two people, was Jin. Jin did a collab, you know, did a song with us. He did it, and he didn't even ask for a penny. Wow. He said nothing. Wow. He said, I got you. You know what I mean? I respect him completely. And then you got a brother like Buck Barnabas, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And Buck Shout Barnabas did the, Buck yeah, Barnabas. Buck and, and, and Double Edge Ministries created and all that. These are brothers that, that were solid. They would say, look, man, I got your back. And ain't nobody know you, you know what I mean? But I got you. And that's kind of where I had to have him at Takeover 6. And um, it becomes a situation where people need to be held accountable. This every, everyone's reckless. You know, you go on Twitter, you see some rappers that you really idolize, or people that are into, and they're like this all over the place. No, nobody really cares about anyone. And so right. for me, I guess my thing is where I want to be the opposite. I want to still love you, even though in my heart and soul I may not normally want to. You know what I mean? I want to be able to show you the love of Christ, even though maybe my flesh may be you know, telling me something else. I remember going to the Holy Hip Hop Awards, and shout out to Atlanta, Holy Hip Hop Awards coming up again soon, I think in January. <clears throat> and this was years ago. I went to the Holy Hip Hop Awards once, just once. And in one of the rooms in the hotel, right, there was a hotel where most people were staying at the same hotel. They had a conference in one of the conference rooms there, 
And on the panel was like, I think it was Ambassador, Frankie Cutlass, DJ Wado, you know, a bunch of pretty big names in the mm. industry. Basically, they were going to talk industry, ministry. Like, how do we do this? You know, how, how does this get done? So we're in a neutral zone, basically. I mean, bias, because if you're in Atlanta, it's like, yeah, it's my hometown. But we're in a neutral zone in a hotel. People paid to be there. None of the artists took out, well, a majority of the artists did not take out time to go into this room to learn or to build or even to share. If you do have, if you do know it all, then get in there and help somebody. Right. None of them. You know where they were? They were in the hallway in ciphers and rock and acapellas. And all. Mm -hmm. I, I don't get it. So now when, when I come back home and people send me demos and, and it doesn't sound good, I just tell them, yo, it's not good. You're doing it wrong. You're sending the wrong thing. You know, and they're like, oh, but we work hard. No, you, you didn't work hard. Mm -hmm. I saw you in your cipher. You should have been inside listening to what they said. Mm -hmm. They gave you the answers. You weren't there. Right. You know, you missed it. You missed it. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times that's what, you know, there's, we have the same mentality of, as a lot of churches in a lot of cities where mm -hmm. you go to a two block radius, seven churches. It's, that's Christian hip hop. Right. It's just, you know, each, each artist is a church. You know, right. you want your own circle. You want your own guys. You know, you want, no, I only work with these producers, dog. I don't work with those producers. <laughs> what? Just get a nice beat and make it happen. <laughs> you know, who cares? Who, I mean, really, who cares who you're using? Right. You know, but we're so, we're so stuck in names and, mm -hmm. and status and, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I did a show with this guy. Who cares? Mm -hmm. I love when people drop names to me because I, I, I look at them like, <laughs> Look, so I got, like, I'm in a good place because I don't really know too many names. Stay like that. Stay like that. Right. I mean, naturally, you need to know who's out there because we, you know it's our it's our it's our genre, it's our culture. We need to know what's going on around us. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it shouldn't be we shouldn't be intimidated by anybody. Right. That's one. You know, I tell that to all artists. If you're just starting out, or if you've been out for 58 years trying to do this thing, do not be intimidated by someone else's success because okay. you don't know. I mean, is it success? Right. You know, everybody measures things differently. Like right. you say, you might like it, you might not. It might sound successful, it just might be in the right place. Right. You know, so you gotta you gotta really limit that. And somebody else's success, accomplishment, achievement is not necessarily what's good for you. Right. right. You know how three people can pray to God for healing, and one will get healed, the other two will still suffer a little longer, or whatever it is. Mm. That's God's plan right. for each person. Doesn't right. mean, you know, how boring would it be if we all just got the same thing? Right. You know, so just be be wise. You know, as a, as an artist, as a producer, as a label head, whatever it is you, you're doing, just be wise and go to the accountability source, which is called Scripture. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's the accountability source, mm -hmm. and that's why any organization you create. You know, and I would put my hands in 100% and help whoever does that. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't run it because I know I'd be so frustrated. It would just be be by myself anyway. Mm -hmm. I would like, you're not ready for this. Mm -hmm. You know, I think where there's too many of us running around like chickens without heads. And the next person is like basically holding the chicken head. Saying, mm -hmm. hey, come here, watch. Huh. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. But no, I ain't giving that to you. You're going gonna to take off. Right, yeah. I'd rather walk around with two heads, look like a monster, mm -hmm. you know, and, and let you just die there. Don't get me started. Um, <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's a good word, man. It's, it's, it's just, you know, we, we just have to, we, we definitely have to figure out a way. I mean, an association, people don't want to, everybody wants to, I, let me shut up.
I'm thinking like SAG. I'm thinking like like not miss. Maybe that's a bad uh, uh, example, but like it's something an organization of people who are respected mutually from everybody. Like you're obviously a person that you know that is in a neutral place. You know, what I mean, you're not leaning towards any direction. You know, you're, you're basically for everyone, but just a group of people who have influence who can say, hold on a second, I saw something. You know, it's a little out of line because you understand all the people that we reach. You know what I mean? When you got Christian rappers who have these humongous outlets and they're just allowed to just say what they want, they're able to confuse people and just say whatever they want. I mean, I've seen some like Christian, like gangsters. I mean, there's some guys that you would come across and you look at like, dude, like you're in a Christian market, but I'm, I mean, I'm intimidated I'm by it. I'm scared. Yeah, scared. Some of them, I mean, I know one in particular that I know for a number of years. I mean, I, I won't share his name, but. I mean, at times when when I've had arguments with him and and, and it, it looked like it was if I saw him like I'm thinking he was gonna swing on me or something. Like, but it came to that point where it, it, it got to the point where I'm realizing that there's so many different personalities, and all I ever wanted to be was this jolly old giant. You know what I mean? Like, right, hey right. man, let's let's chill. You come over, I cook for you. Yo, let's build, let's talk, let's. I, I, all I wanted to do was like my mom raised me. My mama go to somebody's house and she doing your dishes. She sweeping right. your floor. You know what I mean? You looking at her like, yo, look, mama, I ain't got no money to give you. Like, what you trying to do? But that's just her heart. And that's how I was raised to be a servant. You know what I mean? I'll go to your house and help you. I'll go to the car for you. I'll do these right. things. And I and I, my, my dream is that the Christian market, regardless of the plateau, the platform you have, say, man, let me help people. Let me do what I can to help so we can get all on the same level. You, you know, know what the mean? problem with that is, too? I mean, not to say a problem, make it sound like, oh, that's wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know what the problem with that is? Mm -hmm. That people will look at you and say, who are you to help me? Mm -hmm. What what achievements, what awards, what plaques do you have? What, what can you benefit records? me? Right, but in the indirect, immature mm -hmm. way, who are you? I don't want help from you. I want, you know, Cross Movement to help me. Mm -hmm. I want KJ52 to help me. I want, you know, status. I want status. I want people that are recognized. Who recognizes them? Mm -hmm. And like I say, for Rap Fest, I love, that's my best example, and we, we got to end with this. Uh, my best example is Rap Fest. People are like, who are the special guests? Mm -hmm. It's like, why do we need special guests? We're Jesus. going to the street. Christ. Well, it's not even so much for that. I'm saying, we're doing this for the streets. I'll go to the projects on 138th Street and Southern Boulevard and say, yo, we got... We Live As Kings coming out to Rap Fest. First, they'll be like, what's Rap Fest? And who's We Live As Kings? Right. You know? I I don't care. I mean, they rock. They were amazing. I love those dudes, man. Christian Gray and all those guys, they every amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, But, you know, we do the features and the special guests and stuff more to attract the Christians. And sometimes I even wonder, are we doing that wrong? You know, we are creating the same thing we're hating. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We are we're elevating people too f too far mm -hmm. too fast and looking up to them like oh my god this, oh my I mean I applaud whoever's doing big things mm -hmm. I applaud what I see as big things doesn't necessarily mean it's right. big things you know because some of the the worldly success failures are probably more successful than the Christian success major success you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying mm -hmm. so we we got to start looking at things differently mm -hmm. and I think again accountability scripture. Going back to the book of Acts, the whole unity thing. Nobody lacks because everybody was sharing right, what they had. Right, right. It's like, yo, you need tracks? I got tracks. You need this? I got. You need a wireless mic? I know this dude got a wireless mic, a dope one. You need exactly. a studio? This guy got a studio. Your mixer broke? This guy got a mixer. This guy got a right. fitted. This one got that. He sells shirts. He does that. And let's work. That's no, what I try to do all my life. Hookups. Nobody you know, wants to share hookups anymore, the man. Bible, the Bible tells us that a, that a house divided will not stand. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
I mean, me, I get, I could show you my email all day. People just, you know, looking for an artist. Like, no problem. Bam. I said, I try to look like what areas. I send them out. You know, naturally, somebody I respect, if they're going to go referred by me, I, you know. Of course. But it's all about connection. It's all about connection. I want somebody to do that for me. That's right. You know, right. if you're looking for something, if I can help, then fine, I'll help. You know, and, and I know this is the second time I end. I'm starting to sound like a pastor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, um, we just got a call like three weeks ago from the New York City Police Department, uh, local community uh, community affairs officers. Okay. It's like, hey, I still have your business card. You did this street event. I know you have connection with a lot of artists. Could you help me with this event? I'm looking for some Christian artists for this event. He says, sure, what do you need? He said, I need everything. I don't know what to do. You know, and I respect that two things. I respect the fact that they still had my card and this was from an event from 2005, which, by the way, that was the rap fest. We were supposed to do it on one location. They moved us to another location. It became the biggest event we've ever had with like five, 6,000 people out there. You know, And she still had the card. She's like, I need your help. I don't know how to do this. So I ended up booking the artist for them. Uh, booking, Well, not booking the sound crew, but telling them, you know, what this is what we need. I did the whole schedule, the whole nine. The event is coming up this Saturday, you know, so, but that happened because I don't I don't mind sharing I didn't book my I could have easily booked myself yo I'm gonna rap for the first 20 minutes you know whatever and get my other cousin to come out and do something no I'll just find people that are that are willing to come out and help but we have to work together Definitely. we have to be able to our our resource our resource thing I don't think you your brother your sister and your mother should not be on the first page of resources mm -hmm. that should be the last right. you know reach out let somebody else eat you mm -hmm. know Amen. You see, you guys are getting me mad. <laughs> it's just there's so much. We could we could be here for hours. But what I want to do, I, I am gonna end with a with a video by D Mob, a hip hop student. I think is a, a clever. It's really good for the topic we're having now. And I make sure the volume's up so you guys can hear it if you haven't. Uh, great track. But before that, man, I don't know if you guys want to spit a little acapella or something. Uh, I don't know. You want to get? You want to do something? It don't make. Paint his face red. Yeah. Um. You would think this is Facebook the way they like this. I bring light to the dark, man. I'm the light switch. Holy Spirit fan the flame, God ignite it. I don't think about what to say, I just write it. Cause the mouth brings out what's inside. I want God, not a piece of America's pie. I'm moving forward like drive. Smothering these beats that got no live. Walking on water, my eyes focus on the prize. About my father's business, no suit and tie. I like money, but I don't love the all seeing eye. See, I ain't playing like a first round buy. Once I'm in it, then I'm in it for life yeah getting stronger by the day no spinach on my Popeye praying for life but I'm hoping that my flesh die see I'm a murderer yeah I'm off in the flesh Satan the ruler of the air but my God give me breath live life for what it is cuz I don't fear death so I'm going hard till the day put me to rest keeping faith through the trials man I'm acing that test no other word can describe me but bless yes Amen. Uh -huh. Amen. Nah, this is rap fest. I got a rap. No, no. <laughs> Everybody give him glory. Give my God praise. He woke us up early this morning and didn't hesitate. He didn't think about all the sin. I give
Cause love is what I get I give him love Cause love is what he gives He gives me his love And I don't deserve it He gives me his love Although I'm not worthy He gives me his love And then follows peace he gives me his love, cause that's all I need. He gives me his love, when I don't deserve it. He gives me his love, although I'm not worthy. He gives me his love, and then follow peace. He gives me his love, cause that's all I need. Mm, mm, mm. Mm -hmm. Good one, Praise man. God. Okay, see, man, I'm, I'm about to cry over here, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Praise God. All right, since he rapped, he did a rant, he sang, I'm going to try to freestyle, because I love to freestyle. So um, let me think of something. Uh, basically, one question, don't get it twisted when I rap. Big Lab the type of cat that can rip it just like that. And every time I think about the rhymes, I would intertwine the flow I combine so I can rip a track like every time. See, when I rhyme off the nugget, no, it ain't Denver. It's kind of cold. I'm gordito, but I'm okay in September. Uh -huh. So please, when you hear me rapping, you see I ain't acting. The type of cat that even though my pants sagging because of my belly. So what you trying to tell me? I remember times when I thought I was the pep chilling with chicks at the telly. But see, that was the mistake. I remember times running from Jake's and everywhere I would go, I say, man, thank God I had a break. Mm. Even though I ain't in a wake, that means I ain't dead and upset. I used to be in the corner smoking weed till my eyes was red. Wow. And it's funny because my skin was light so you know I was fanning the hype. Right. So please when you hear me rapping you see I ain't acting. I ain't De Niro but I'm a white boy from Brooklyn so I'm always eating the hero. <laughs> so if you understand me, I ain't got no Grammy but shouts out to Cray. You understand what I say? Right. My light skin eyes are green it has a shade of gray. So when I freestyle that means it's something that seemed foul. Back in the days when I was in the penal doing things that seemed foul. You right. see I rhyme off them not but everywhere I go it feels like garlic something I need to pop a something in my breath because it's something I can't manifest so please God bless and understand the way I'm saying it the way I'm on my knees and every day I'm straight praying it God I thank God because the way that I rap lyrically it's like a bomb boom it's like I'm from Iraq so please understand I'm thanking God because at times I'm feeling like my mind and my mind and my mentality is kind of scarred freestyle but understand respect to the fam is basically not a boy I'm a little, little taller I'm a man See, my moms and my pops left me, basically neglected me. So what you expect me to kick these rhymes correctly? See, I'm going to do my thing like Spike Lee. So if you understand what I'm saying, you come to me. Just come to me. Just come to me. Shake my hand and say hello, Mr. Take over and we'll pray for you and lay my hands and cast out all the demons of pride. But listen, man, shout out to Rap Fest Radio. Oh, man, thankful in here, man. Appreciate everybody listening to what we had to say. We ain't trying to offend nobody, but just the way we felt, we speak in our heart. And I think if we have more Christians who can be real honest and genuine about how they feel, I think we can come together. If you don't like me, my breath smells, give me a mint and we can get it popping. We can be friends. That. So if you know what I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of fun going on here. But at the same time, man, please check us out, takeover-records.com. Please, you know what I mean, check us out, man. We definitely are a movement. Again, shout out to Lady JTO, you know what I mean, my man Testimony. Shout out to everybody in Allentown, PA. Shout out to Holy Core Records, my man Conquest once again. Indeed. You know what I mean, everybody that support what we do, we support you. Shout out to Dayton. Shout out to my wife, Heather. I love you, baby. I'm coming home. Hopefully you got some food ready for me because, you know.
<laughs> I was recently married September third. Shout out to my September third. Just got married. Nicole. I love Shout out to Miss Wheeling. You know what I'm saying? She's tuning in, so I'm talking to her right now. Y'all yeah. don't know this, but she knows that I'm talking to her. Hallelujah. <laughs> 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 and I might as well go then go you ahead and say well. shout out to my beautiful wife. I love you, babe. Happy wife, happy life, baby. Man, yo, thank you guys so much. Uh, next week we have. Uh, I want to say. What did it say on the bottom of the page there? Um, say, scroll down it? to the bottom of the Rap Fest Radio page. Okay, yeah. Next week, I was making sure the dates were right. Next week, we have the legendary old school hip hop DJ, Breakbeats Lou. From the, if you're a DJ slash producer, you have in your crates the ultimate Breakbeats collection that has every Breakbeat ever. Mm. DJ Breakbeats Lou is the producer of those. I met him. Uh, I met him a couple albums. days ago, and a week, couple weeks ago, he was in Newark. He was actually the DJ for a thing we did out there with the Brindle Brothers and Dayton. Mm -hmm. He was the Breakbeat Lou. Yeah, he was uh, in, in the Bronx. In the Bronx. So Look at that. DJ, DJ Breakbeats Lou is going to be here in the building. He's a good sure. friend of mine. Yeah, uh, and also, if you see his his uh, his CDs, you see some great artwork that's on all of his CDs, his slip mats that he makes uh, with his logo and stuff. The artist Eric Orr that did that artwork. He's gonna be here as well, and you're hearing it here first. Eric Orr is gonna be making the artwork for the next Rap Fest uh, flyer wow. and stuff. Nice. We're talking legendary old school graffiti heads, like wow. big time, you know. So I'm really, really excited to have both of these guys here, uh, and they're excited to be working with us. And that's what that's what I'm excited Amen. about. So. We definitely want you guys to tune in. And then on the 30th, we're going to have like a photography expo thing going on here. We got uh, Steve Sanchez, Jay Mills, Ruben, and Christian from uh, Memory Shots. These are three different uh, photography companies nice. coming together to just talk shop. Mm. I'm going to put them up against my phone wherever it is. <laughs> I got the new 41 megapixel phone, so I'm going to put them up. We're going to test it. Oh, so you did get the phone? I know huh? he wasn't. He, did yeah, you? yeah, yeah, oh, okay. of course. Uh, <laughs> we're going to test it. We're going to test it. No, I already saw the reviews. They're going to bring these crazy cameras. They're going to make me look stupid, but it's all right. <laughs> I can make calls of mine. You can't call from your camera. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, they're going to be here. We're just going to talk some shop and also find out how ministry and photography work hand in hand. And don't forget again, next week, Break Beats Slew and Eric Orr live here on Ratfest Radio, ratfestradio.com. This is going to be a very special show for me, I know. I hope you guys enjoy it. I know I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, this particular show, you'll be able to see it on YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash videos. You can download almost every other video we have uh, that's posted on there and also check out all the other crazy stuff we post all the time including every single set from rap fest 2013 and the ultimate cypher with like 13 different artists up there it's crazy i know i've been talking too much thank you very much for watching rap fest radio rapfestradio.com this is the mob the video is called hip-hop student again rap fest radio rapfestradio.com you will learn us because we are out of control peace see you guys next week yes sir So many things, but in reality, you sold me so many dreams. I see what it really means to put hope in today what tomorrow may never bring. You know this mostly your fault, right? You showed me so many things, but in reality, you sold me so many dreams. I see.
see what it really means to put hope in today what tomorrow may never bring. You show me almost all I know Like how to articulate words when I spit my flow And how to hold the mic when I'm ripping the show And don't even negotiate if it ain't got the dough You taught me how to roll and blaze a split And how to get a chick from rolling in the latest whip You told me money over everything Painted this picture of not having it is a scary thing And always keep a gang of killers with you And if you riding solo get a clapper to equip you just in case some drama jump Can't get the impression that I'm a punk So double barrel, I'm a punk Can't show no meekness Cause that equals weakness Gotta convince you I've been thugging eggs since the fetus Just so you can buy into my gimmick Wait, I got some more to say I'ma be right back in the minute You show me so many things But in reality you sold me so many dreams I see what it really means to put hope in today what tomorrow may never bring. Should've never got involved. You showed me so many things, but in reality you sold me so many dreams. I see what it really means to put hope in today what tomorrow may never bring. Now I invest a lot of time and effort But seeing the profit is spotty like the skin of leopards You taught me if I hustle and stay on my grind I can benefit being a celebrity over time I feel this my ticket to getting out the hood All I need is a radio ready single and I'm good Of course a video to stimulate your vision To make it effective I show money raining on women Stay loyal to the block even if I change neighbors And I gotta keep my image to obtain favor you show me how to go and kill a cypher yeah. And eat these MCs up something like appetizers Yummy. To stay original in what I do Cause for the rest of your life your reputation will follow you Woo. And this is just all a part of my gimmick Ay. But wait I got some more to say Be right back in a minute yeah. You show me so many things But in reality you sold me so many dreams, so many dreams. I see what it really means To put hope in today what tomorrow may never bring You showed me so many things But in reality you sold me so many dreams I see what it really means To put hope in today what tomorrow may never bring I do confess on you I can't put all the blame Cause if I was wise I wouldn't even be chasing fame But for once I wish you would just make it plain Tell these up and coming artists about the heartache and pain And how this industry barely show unity But all it do is make a profit off people like you and me Learn about the rules and regulations You won't survive if love ain't conquering devastation I wish the game wasn't so contaminated It's dirty but to keep it clean liars laminated Hey, that you hardly show the good that it can do for us, right? You know what all this false advertisement gon' do to us? Only show us how to live a life of pride And result is destruction, there's no humility inside Before you get involved, better know your purpose Make sure what's inside match what you see on the surface You show me so many things But in reality you sold me so many dreams Why you doing me like this? I see what it really means To put hope in today what tomorrow may never bring It's just my imagination You show me so many things But in reality you sold me so many dreams I see what it really means uh, To put hope in today what tomorrow may never bring